Welcome mm-hmm. to Comedy Chill Out, episode 3. Intro done, let's have some fun. Take 3. <laughs> um, welcome, Yasin Bonds. Oh, hey, thanks for having me again. <laughs> and that is the fourth wall being broken. Thoroughly. <laughs> okay, um, so let's just get into the questions before... Uh, it breaks again. The world breaks. Um, number one. So, guys, if you are listening, this has been this is the fifth time that we're trying to make this call happen. So that's why we um we're not doing interest. We're getting straight into the game. Yes. Let's go. Yes. This is the Deadpool of interviews. Um. Okay. Uh, number one. When was your epiphany in comedy? The, the thing about comedy is that it's it's such a self-learning um, system. It's that every time you're on stage or off stage, you learn. And, like, you get an epiphany every week of, like, oh, shit, I must do that with my career. Oh, shit, I must do that with that joke. And it's um, I, I think that's the thing that that, that um, is the skill you learn as a comedian is to look back at yourself. When I entered my first competition, it was a comedy, Chokers Comedy Championship. And I was, it was like my fourth time on stage. Uh, it was like a month break before that. So I wasn't doing comedy a lot. Um, and yeah, I went up. So firstly, I was doing stories before this. And then for that show, something was just like, yo, like, let me try other ways of doing this thing. Because I, I, like, as much as I enjoyed comedy, I knew that that style wasn't for me. And that's yeah. when I went on stage and did one-liners for the first time. And I was going to do a five-minute set. I did two and a half minutes. Uh, also, because I was so doing something so fresh, I didn't know that how to read the room. So I didn't know if I was killing or how it was going because I was so like caught up in my head. And uh, yeah, so we do the, the set. As I'm busy walking out, uh, they announce the winner and they're like, yeah, Yasin Pons. And then one of the comedians was like, yo, Yasin, you won't come. And standing on stage, I can remember, like, I can remember the memories, but I don't. Like, I don't remember anything. Like, I remember the, you know, so, so in my head, memories, you get memories that's pictures and you get memories yeah. that's photos and like videos or photos. So it's either like YouTube or Instagram, okay. right? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and for me, those moments like that being on stage was vines. Like, it was just a six seconds. I only have memories in six seconds being on that stage, like winning. I can't remember oh. performing even. <laughs> and, um, and that for me was like a moment to go, oh sh. Are you telling me that you are into this? Oh, it was the start of having big moments. There's been many moments where you perform and then like you have the big comics come up to you and go like, yo, that's dope. Or try doing this. And you're like, yo, you interested in my in my thing? And they're like, yeah, when 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 people that have been doing it show interest, it, it really can help you. And also when they're giving you the platform to like open for them or like tour with them and stuff like that, that's it's really like a like a really a nice boost for you as a as a come up. Okay, cool. And quick uh 
quick views paid. Uh, massive respect to Yasin's parents because in one of the other answers he, he used, uh, they were a massive part of his support structure starting comedy. So I, I actually think before even my, my comedy career, my parents are my, my they're the blueprint for the comedy that I do. Oh, okay. So they played a massive part in life in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in every aspect of like how I run my career um, and then how I do my comedy and how I, I treat people as well. They've, they've taught me all the, everything I've, uh, yeah, it's everything I've learned is I'm putting into play now. Oh, okay. Excellent. Um, uh, number two, uh, who would you like people to see Yasin Barnes as, as a brand in comedy? Um, I'd like people to firstly see me as a person, like to go. Um, okay. Yeah, I'd like people to see me as a person. So whatever I put forward, they must understand that I go, this is how I think, this is what I do. Oh. Um, like, like they, they must, they mustn't see me as someone that's, that's removed from them. Like they must still see me as a, like one of them okay. as a peer. Okay. Um, but also the thing of they, they like, I want them to go with me on the trips that I have in my head where I go, guys, I thought of this crazy thing. Doesn't this thing sound like this thing, look like this thing? And they go, show, yeah, take me, show me what you want to, what you have in your head, show me. That's mm. that's essentially like the brand that I want to put out is I go, I I am, I am of you and you are of me. Because I go like, because none of us are, are islands and people must realize that we are, that we are, we are actually more connected than we know. Like this point of reference, I'll have in a gag that I've seen connect to people that have never seen me, that don't know me, that don't know my people, but they understand the joke. And that's like the beauty of, of comedy, where you can have different worlds connecting over something that you thought was only for you. It's like when you watch a Def Jam comedy and they go, oh, black mothers are like this. And you're like, yeah, that's black mothers, but that's my mother also. Yeah. That, that, then you go, that's POC mothers. That's, that's mothers across the world. Um, when they tell jokes about Tupperwares, you go, that's a universal feeling, but your mother is that is that thing though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um that's so, so so when I do my comedy, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say back when we were allowed outside, uh you still had me convinced that the first person named Yusuf was surfing. <laughs> Oh, Mo, you didn't. Um, but yeah, it's so the thing of like, I've always short in thought in like short bits of jokes. And and um, so now it's it's dope because I get to put it out there. And something I thought was exclusive to me of like, oh shit, I'm bothered with these like short jokes and this thought process. Yeah. Now I go, it connects with so much more people than I could ever dream of. Okay, cool, cool. Um... Number three, uh, what is it that keeps you going, uh, whether it's in business or comedy? Um, 
that's a it's, it's a very interesting question because it's it's a also multifaceted. Yeah. Because I don't think there's one thing that people go, yo, that's like the only reason I look for. Um the people that appreciate my work and appreciate the things that I do and the effort that I do, that keeps me going. So if I tell a joke and someone goes, yo, I love that joke, or like the sound of laughter when someone because laughter is essentially them going, I agree and I can see the image in your head. So that's that's a feeling that I really love because I go, I'm bothered with this thought, I put it out and someone responds to it. Uh, the sound of laughter is of the top. Um, then there's also your comment of going, this made me laugh or someone sharing it because someone's going, I enjoyed this so much, other people must see the thing. That's, uh, that's, that's, oh, that's like the career part and the comedy part. Um, but it's also just like to be able to look after my family like my family is like a very big uh, uh, a thing for me, so um, yeah, like my like my friends, like just to be with friends, like to have connections with people. Exactly, that's the thing that keeps me going: the connecting to people, whether it's friends or family, it's connecting. That's that's the thing I feed off. You know, it's amazing that you're using the word connecting so much because that's exactly why I'm doing this. Is I want people to connect mm. with everybody I have on here. So, which is why I leave these open-end questions where people that are on, like today, you can take it wherever you'd like to. Just mm. take us on the journey of your mind, uh, what makes your mind tick, and basically what makes you, you. It's that, uh, that's, that question is such an interesting question also, like what makes you you? It's genuinely the thing of, it's actually the thing of what connects you to everybody, what makes you like everybody else. That's the thing that makes you you. Yeah. Um, so for me, I go, it's my comedy and my thought process. So I go, I sometimes see something and I go, these worlds are so unrelated. But if I have a joke that puts them together, they, it might be like 10% of the people that see the joke will get it. Yeah. But I'm still going to make it because I go, for that 10%, this thing is fucking cold. Yeah. Like sometimes I, sometimes I like to tell jokes that's niche, like it's the niche or I go like, it's only meant for a small de- uh, demographic. Then I like to tell stuff that can go right across. Mm. And, um, and and that's, that's, that's the magic where you go, like that's the magic of social media essentially right now because you go, it will see the people that it needs to. Okay. Um, I, I made a joke about uh, a panic at the disco, right? Like a couple of, like the beginning of, of lockdown. And the thing has gone, like when I say viral, it's gone like international levels of viral where it's, I get tagged in things on Facebook where, on pages that I don't understand the language. But it's yeah. a joke that I wrote in English that has gone to other places. It's with the emo kids. It, ex- it yeah. exists all around the world. And I just go, that's what the thing must be. Um, and and you go, that's the kind of comedy that I like is that it connects with people I don't know. But it also sometimes I like to tell jokes that connect with people I actually know. Like an inside joke. An inside joke is also yeah. a thing of art, really. And as you guys can see, this is Thor that I'm speaking to. And as you just explained, he has that reach that <laughs> Thor has. In any language. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. 
Number four. Uh, can you tell me? Uh, say somebody pitches a marketing ad for you and already brings a concept and their own ideas and you only left to execute it. Uh, will you take their concept as is and execute it? Or do you prefer having like your hands in it creatively? Um, it's almost impossible to get, like I go, I'm a comedian, I'm not an actor. I yeah. can take a script and it will be, as a comedian, my input is part of it. I it, like it's part of the T's and C's when I do work. I go, I can't put a name on something that I don't that I don't enjoy that I don't find funny. Like I I could never tell. Like if someone was like, here's a script, here's the joke. I won't tell the joke if I don't find it funny because I go okay. now my, me and the brand are yeah, 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 going yeah, to yeah, be yeah, branded yeah. with this thing. Yeah. So everything that I work on, I like to be a part of. Uh, sometimes I'm more involved than other times, um, okay. and and I'm gr I'm grateful for the times that I actually like get to really like uh, be at the beginning of a concept and then work with it. Okay. Um, sometimes they come to me with the end product, and I'll still tell them on set, or I'll tell them like while we're busy, it's like yo, give me a little freedom. Don't worry, I'm responsible. I know yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the how to stretch things. So yeah. yeah. But for the most parts, I yeah, for the most parts, I have to I have to say my say. Okay, okay, cool. Um, number five. Uh, everybody is in comedy now because the only requirement is to have an internet connection these days. So, um, for people that want to start like a journey in comedy, uh, what is the one thing that they should know? Or how should they see the comedy as the comedy industry, like going into it? Because it is hard work. It's a lot of work. This is the thing. I don't think people understand how much hard work, how much of your life you must give up to do the thing. And um, if you watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, it's a great show about stand-up comedy. Like there's other things that happen, but the way they do this, the stand-up comedy in the, in the, in the show, yeah. is very real the highs are high and the lows the lows are your soul is your soul being pulled out of your nut it's very difficult mm. um but someone that wants to start now don't <laughs> <laughs> like don't start stand up but if you have a platform you must know like every platform you have on social media is your stage yeah. You can make funny stuff there. Like, you don't need, like, if you work at your own thing, right? So what happens is if no one knows you, it's great because you can do whatever the fuck you want because no one knows you. Yeah. Like, there's no standard for you. Like, you yeah. you will pop when you must. Like, you will grind and you will work. And then the, the day it pops, it's a thing of magic. Um, yeah. Like, I'm thinking now, I, like, I've been watching quite a lot of web series. And they only pop after the third or fourth season. Yeah. But they've been making the content. You, uh, I've been watching hot ones, and then you just go, yeah. they only popped in the third season. So they they were like 40 episodes in before someone, before it really like got big. But when it gets big, you must know like you will be ready to do it. Mm. So it's the same thing with stage. You go, some people work for years before they break into the industry. 
but it's because they're busy training to be ready. Yeah. Um, some people catch it before others, and like I said, the way the world works, some people are ready before others. Yeah. But I've also seen people get it too early, and it and they they crumble because they were they didn't do the training. Yeah, because as you mentioned that, I'm thinking now, Kevin Hart, he's at his peak now, or has been over the last two years. And many people won't think yes, he's actually been in comedy for close to 20 years. And it only peaked yeah. two years ago. I Last year I was in Canada and I went to a show called, the. Uh, um, it was called the New Faces, right? It happens at the JFL uh, Montreal Festival. Yeah. And it's a very dope uh, lineup to get on because it's the same lineup that is um, Jimmy Fallon, Kevin Hart, Trevor, um, who else was on the... There's like all our big names, even um, um, Dave Chappelle was on that lineup. Like that's who they discovered, right? Like mm. it's a fucking big deal to get selected for new faces. Mm. This guy we spoke to, he was doing comedy for 20 years and he just made new faces oh. last year. Imagine doing it for 20 years and then only making new faces. 20 years is how long um, our our new South African wave of comedians have been doing it. When I say new South Africa, I'm talking about like your, your Mark Lottering, your David yeah. Cow, like your Riyad Musa. That's, yeah. that's 20 years. Here. That's 20 years over there. And you just go, it will find you when you are ready. That's yeah. the main, that's the only thing. But it's also the thing of, you must remember, if you do make it like online, when you pop, everything that you've made, people will go find it. Yes, yes. So it's yes, actually yes. quite to have a catalog of work because now they come to you and you've made one video that went viral. Yeah. Then they go, now where's the next? But if you have it already, then it's like, yeah, like this is amazing. Now I can go watch seasons of Spra's work. But yeah. like now they go, oh, you've made one. Now, you, now you've got the pressure to make the next one. And the next one doesn't have the same rhythm. And it's, yeah. so yeah, there's a lot of things to take into account. But right now, the only thing I can tell everyone is just make the fucking content. Just yeah. do the work. It's the only way we're going to survive. And another thing for you guys, if you do pop, just watch out for the other C word, not Corona, copyright. It's all India. <laughs> yeah, guys. On the web. But that's the other thing is, if you are original, it will stand out. Yeah. You can copy people's work, but... At one point, you're gonna have to make your own work. Yeah. Uh, we see it with a lot of people that that pop off one video, and then people go, "Oh, that's not their own." But when they must make their own video, you realize that the big quality difference. Yeah. So just do what do what you like. What you find funny, make that. Yeah. Like really, like whatever makes you laugh, you go, "Let's make that." Yeah. People will find it. Yeah, you you get your market. You will connect to people. It'll just take time. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, number six. Uh, since you started in the comedy industry, right? Uh, have you noticed any changes in the industry itself since then to now? There's been, there's been massive changes, and it happens like every six months, there's a change in the industry. Like in many ways, there's been the... Um, there's like the way the admin works, the way headliners work, the way the shows are run. All those things are, are forever evolving. Um, 
even like the way crowds respond to people, the types of humor, you go like, if you just look at in the last, and understanding of the world and this understanding of the place in the world. And that has changed the industry as well, because it means that some guys won't get work because they're offensive or they won't get work because the what they were doing is not a thing. Yeah. But then you get others that will thrive because they understand the world. Um, and then it's a thing of some people get jobs because of who they are. Some people get jobs because of who they know. And um, you learn every day that that's an evolving thing. So it's part of the industry that that change happens. And I'm very grateful for it also. Because it also change um, weeds out those that aren't working. Yeah. Also, the comedy industry is not about the funniest. It's about who works. Yeah. That's that's why you have names such as um, George Carlin, Robin Williams, and they've been in comedy since like the sixties, seventies. It can literally uh, also that, that thing people say that, that thing where people say oh the woke uh, the woke crowds are killing us and all the other stuff no guys you just realizing that what we were saying we can't be said anymore yeah. like you can work like yeah. wokeness won't put you out of work you for sin if you think wokeness is going to put you out of work uh, dumb <laughs> yeah you're not free you are dumb especially in lockdown mm-hmm. Yeah. Locked <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is meant to be an escape. Um, I forgot. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh. So now you guys are joining the new adventure that Yasin and I are doing as well. Because this is question number seven. We haven't gotten this far in the last three hours. Um. <laughs> so now the next six questions are easy going. Closed questions, yes or no, this or that. So we move on to number seven. Yasin Bonds. Uh, yes, sir. Marvel or DC? Hey, you see, it depends. Eh? Um, <laughs> I am. Okay, it's a difficult choice. So, so here's the thing. I'm going to weigh it up. I'm going to weigh it up. Okay. Okay. Remember, you are Thor. You are South African Thor. So just keep that in mind. So here's the thing, right? So you go, Marvel is pop culture, right? Marvel is bubblegum. It's pop. It's a thing of, it serves everybody and it's nice. There's a happy ending and it's it's got like shininess. It's got the nice lasers. It's, it's very nice. I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. They did the movies well. Okay. Uh, even the comics always had me because they've always had like, yeah, it's they always had hits. But you go, DC always went a little darker, oh, and yeah. I like that also. They allowed themselves to go, yo, Superman's gonna fuck out. Superman as a bad guy, <laughs> Superman as a child, and you go, yo, what would Superman be as a lighty? That's yeah. dope. You go, they they somehow killed um like even Batman story like on top level is messed up because you go. They made him angry. They killed his parents and he's angry and he stayed angry. And that's why who he is. Um, so 
I would go Marvel, Marvel. purely because of uh, of what they've done to the world. Um, okay. Because they've essentially made like nerd culture, oh yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. And growing up as a nerd, I was just like, yo, this like being mocked for having comic books. Like now, it, it it's like you almost you you almost uncool if you think books are uncool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people go like people celebrate the nerd world now. Which is dope, and I think Big Bang has actually played a big part in that as well to make nerd culture um, uh, fun, even. Um, but yeah, so I go. Marvel's done more work uh, in the public eye, but yeah, so I'd go with them. But DC, I'm not knocking DC in, but yeah, 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 yeah. carry on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember when I was in school, I would not wear specs because it wasn't cool. I'd rather walk into doors. Yeah. Yeah, and and you go like that. Like, I remember getting specs, and then people going, "It's for sin." Yeah, and I'm just like, no, guys, like you, like, like now looking back, I just go, "It's it's are you you fucking stupid." Like I'm just trying <laughs> to look, and also the yeah. thing of like, if you play games and you don't yeah. play sport, then they were like, "Oh no, you're like a nerd and you're yeah. for sin." And now I'm just like, yeah, but. Now the nerds earn more money than anyone else. So explain that again. Yeah, and, and anyway, yeah, yeah. As as a, as the world shows now, Bill Gates is in the news. Mark Zuckerberg is in the news, and they get they make billions of dollars just by sleeping. But uh, uh, the guy from um. Last year, Fortnite player won, I think it was one point it was three point seven million was the title prize for the univ like the the, the international Fortnite. Yeah. Three point seven million US dollars for playing a fucking game. Yeah. My bullies must go sleep. My bullies will never even think of that money. <laughs> so you just go like <laughs> like that's what the world was going to. And I like now looking back, I just like yo, I'm I'm glad I stayed home and played games. Like yeah. me being at home, like being on the internet is got has got me where I am now. And I, I'm very happy as a person of what it's made me. And for all you jocks out there, at the same time, I think Novak Djokovic won Wimbledon and he won less money than the kid that <laughs> Yeah. But also the thing of even jocks, jocks right now have become like Everybody has been forced to become more all around in the sense of jocks have social media, yeah. uh, nerds have social media, <laughs> and it's almost like it's a it's the same playing field to an extent because you just go if you are showing your true self, you'll thrive. Yeah, that that's what social media can do for you. Yep, uh, it's a lovely life we lead now. Um, number eight. Is a zebra white with black stripes or black with white stripes? Um, I think if it runs fast, it's grey. Uh, it's actually it's it's black with white stripes. I think no, it's white. It's actually white with black stripes. Okay, white with black stripes. Okay, cool. Um, number nine. Have we gotten around to watching Tiger King? Oh yeah. I haven't gotten into the new episode yet, but it's uh, fully arrived. Yeah, there's a new episode that came out, I think, like two weeks ago. They dropped a new episode. Uh, um, okay. 
something to, to, to remember, to watch. Um, and then also, uh, Tiger King, um, did you do it? Yeah. Did Carol Baskin I... do it? Here's the thing, right? So everybody says she did it. I think, I think that man, oof, I genuinely think <laughs> she, I, she's like, she's so simple. I don't think she could have gotten away with such a clean uh, murder. I think that man was hard for, had the money because he was going to another country in a private plane on weekends. Do you understand the power that and money that you must have to roll in and out of a country? Like just <laughs> on a private, you know, private planes, they don't check. Like yeah, if you yeah, get yeah, into yeah. a private jet, you yeah. can fly from Joburg to Cape Town, you drive onto the runway and you leave. No one, there's no security. So you're saying if this man could cross borders with ease like that and the money that he had, because mm-hmm. also if you watch the thing, you go, how much money did those three people roll in? Because <laughs> they were buying tigers, they were living this lavish lives, making music videos and shit. Yeah. And in for me, the, the theory I like to believe is that that man was banking money in another country and decided to fuck off and leave everybody. Leave the families, leave mm. the wife, or just go, I'll make a new life over there. And that's that's my take on it. And the country was, what, Costa Rica or Puerto Rico or something yeah. like that? And dollars, yeah. dollars to their currency would have probably doubled what they had, at least. Yeah. Also, if you have a like a private plane, right? A private jet. It means that you can actually take blocks of cash over. Do you understand? Like the power that it has to go. I'm taking my own. It's not even through a bank. I'm taking my money. I think that man ran away. Because if you look at Carol, I'm pretty sure is yeah. I I I would like to believe he ran away because she's the sin. Also, because if you see a current husband that looks like fucking oh, Prince Charles, oh, oh, he that oh. man was on a chain on his wedding day. Yeah, it's exactly that. And again, that man is under her control. So by all means, I feel like the, the man that that left, her uh, ex-husband that left, yeah. left because she wanted more power than he or that he was happy with. And he did now to get out. Mm. So there's that myth busted in the words of Yasin Bonds. She didn't do it. <laughs> she didn't do it, guys. She didn't do it. Carol Baskins did not kill. She might be a boss. Also, they want to make a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to make a, a, a series now based on it as well. And Nicolas Cage is going to play uh, the Tiger King. But oh. I don't think they should... I don't no. think they should make it because no. the actual story is so wild yes. that a series would not do justice to it. No. Um. Have Have you seen a movie named American Made? Tom Cruise no. flying is a. It's actually based on true story. What can see? I I think, and so a drug lord in mm-hmm. a drug lord in Colombia. I think recruited him, and mm-hmm. he did um business with him using private jets to transport the drugs over to America and the money and all that. I was just thinking of that since you mentioned the private jet thing. It's basically unmarked. Yeah, it's unmarked. It's free money. It's your money. It's just free. It's, um, yeah, it's an 
it's it's a very cool space to just have like yo, I have free money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Number ten. Almost there. Uh, is today a word or a number to you? Well, it, uh, today is a word because a word. being a number would mean that it registered. It registers somewhere. Like it means different from every other day. If it's a word, words have different meanings to different people, but numbers have the same meaning to everybody. Um, so I think today is a word because tomorrow it will mean something else, yes. and it will still be the same thing. Okay, cool. So are we going with the word Wednesday for today? Yeah, uh, Wednesday is Wednesday is lockdown. It means it's it's. It's not freedom, and it's not uh, it's not the weekend, and it's not a workday. So you just go. We don't know where the fuck we are, and that's why Wednesday is lockdown. Okay, cool. Time is an illusion, folks. Number eleven. Um, would you prefer house parties over club events or public place events? Um, it's actually an interesting thing because I like both equally. Like I like house parties when, um, when it's like the brass, because it just means we're gonna lament and talk. But sometimes I like to go out and dance, and I feel like a club does much better than anything else. Yeah. Um. Also, because at the club your DJ is gonna take you serious. Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna do requests and shit. Um, I'm actually very evenly, it, it depends on my mood because like sometimes I want to go out and like be with the friends, but it's not like, it's not, I'm not there to talk with you to have a good time of like no conversations, but a house party, if I'm with my friends, then we'll talk the entire night because that's what I like to do. I like to talk with my brother. Um, so I am in the middle when it comes to house parties and uh, club parties, but at the same time, I don't like either because I like to be at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Yasin Bonds is on the fence between the club and the house, like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose, I'd go to a comedy gig, even and not perform, <laughs> and just go to a comedy gig and talk to the comedians. I'm fine with coming home at four o'clock because I was talking to comedians. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'd prefer that as well. Um, although I like sleeping, so there's that. Um, last question. Um, conspiracy theories, uh, yay or nay? I like them, but I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> there's some I believe, you know what it is, there's some I believe and there's some I don't. And essentially, um, like Corona conspiracy theories, none of them have, have given me enough truth to buy into the idea. Yeah. Um, I don't like 5G, not my vibe. Um, <laughs> what else is there? Oh, the, the, the billionaires made it so that they can uh, control the people. Yeah. Don't believe that either. Um, when it comes to 9-11, I do think the, um, that Bush did it, and I do think it was all planned. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they were working with uh, Bin Laden's mentor, but I do think that they were part of it. Uh, and um, I'm trying to think what aliens, 
I don't think aliens are here. I know they posted that thing uh, to say that they, they have you they found UFOs, but I also feel like why haven't we spotted them? Why do they only come to America? Are you telling me in a time that I have my cell phone, I'm not going to see an, a, a, a UFO? Are you telling me like they are like you look at observatory and like all the other places that have telescopes? Have they yeah, not yeah. seen UFOs? Yeah. Why? Like yeah, so it's like the increase of cameras has decreased the amount of sightings. Get the fuck out of here, guys! <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> okay, cool. And we finally clocked the game after four hundred years. That's twelve questions. Yo, it's been. It's actually been four hours. Is it? It's been like four hours for us to try right, to get this yeah, thing right. Closing, close yeah. Actually, it's four hours. Little three hours. Four hours because we can. It was three hours. Three can, hours. We... Yeah. Half past twelve. twelve. Yeah, we can make the three at half past twelve. Um, so this is the part about you. Just plug everything. Uh, first we're gonna start with things you already did. I know that you are part of Day Zero, and that's on Showmax, right? Yeah, guys, to everyone listening, just follow me. Like I put out <laughs> all my stuff all the time. I just, yeah, just follow me on all the hookers. This, it's all day. Yeah. So like I don't, uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, his tag is Yasin him Y A underscore A underscore S double E. It will be in the bio, guys. It will be. Don't, don't, don't give it now. It will be in the bio. Okay. Yeah. It will be in the bio. I'll. Link in there anyway. I just tend to say unnecessary stuff. <laughs> when later I already covered. Um, okay, well, <laughs> thanks for the last five centuries of your life getting this out there. Um, thanks for having me. Thanks for making the thing. Thanks for putting it out there because uh, it's all part of the system. Yeah. Um, yeah, just, I'm just gonna miss this when I have to. When Uncle Cyril says we can go out and do comedy again, because they now have to go out to find out I'm not really that funny. <laughs> but guys, it's a thing of in December, we are going back to stage in December. That's what I'm telling you now. And I actually don't want to go back to stage until November, December. Before that, it's too risky for my life. I'll stay home. Okay, cool. And again, thanks for popping on. And, you know, catch Yasin Barnes on social media everywhere. Uh, the links will be in the bio. And yeah, that's been Comedy Chill Out episode three. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Safe and good night. <laughs> Thank you and good night.